All American Gunslingers presenting Ubaldi Reports. Hey everybody, this is John with Ubaldi Reports. The one podcast provides fact, not fiction, on issues facing America, whether globally or domestically. And as always, I got two of my great co-hosts, Joe Bitts, who is a combat Marine who was wounded in Iraq, and Ray Krause, who was also a Marine, and uh, myself. I did 30 years with three combat tours to Iraq and Afghanistan. I got a master's degree in national security studies. And my focus was the Middle East. John, let them know real quick how they can get a hold of you or how the, how, how they can get a hold of the show. Probably the best way is you can go to any of our um, social media, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or you can email us at ubaldireports at gmail.com. Or you can just, when you hear the show, just comment in and we'll see the message and we'll try to reach out to you or at least answer some of your questions. But today we're going to do something different. This was off a an article written by kind of a liberal Republican uh, columnist for the New York Times, a guy named David Brooks. And last week he wrote an article or an op-ed in um, the New York Times, and he was blaming the elites for the problems in America. And the re- the re- before you chime in, the reason he was doing that is when he entered the, the news business or the media genre as a journalist in the early 1980s, there were many individuals that came from small colleges and universities that came from the Midwest that didn't come from the Ivy Leagues, the East or West Coast. Well, now, fast forward to 2023, and I did a, a just an informal research about two years ago. I looked up all the prominent journalists. Um, this is on both sides of the aisle. They all have one theme in, column, com, uh, in common. They all come from the Ivy League universities and then what they do they intermarry with each other so that's kind of um that's what i mean by the embed relationship and this is like the political elites kind of look uh, definitely look down on middle america or anybody who doesn't have a college education so, like they do so what i noticed and what kind of maybe prompted up the subject for you too was that a few weeks ago is that there's a lot of in there's a lot of media and politics are kind of marrying up each other. Exactly. And there is a lot of, so you're not getting a full story. And it seems to be majority of it on the left or the Democratic side of kind of integrating uh, politics with media. Even like you had Jen Psaki, she went over to, I think, NBC. Um, I think MSNBC. MSNBC. So she went over to MSNBC. So... It's almost like the the well, not just the elite, but just like the political elite are kind of getting in bed with the military or the media to kind of quell like the the storm that's actually going on underneath. Yeah, but but look who's look how they they populate the media. Do, does anybody have anybody of those who have worked jobs that middle America? They may have started way back in the day, but. Do they understand, like, even on Fox last year when the gas prices were extremely high, they were talking about, yeah, gas prices are high. I had to spend $125 to, you know, gas up my vehicle. But, but okay, but the, the point is you have the means. All the reporters at the national level are making high six-figure salaries, and a lot of the the pundits on, like, the Fox, CNN, MSN, um, all the different uh, cable news network, they're way, they're making well over millions of dollars. Yeah, you can absorb the cost, but what about everybody else? Do they understand what it's like to build something, to fix something? Now you well, look they at- also they also talk about how like oh, inflation's not that bad, but of course it's not bad if you're 
making six to seven figures yearly. Yeah. I mean, I talked to a friend of mine. She's a single mom. She's got two kids. She's worrying about how am I going to pay food bills? Now she's going to worry about, I got to pay gas. I got to travel from where I live to the hospital because she works as a nurse and I got to pay this much money for gas. Then you have like this heat wave that we've been experiencing in the South, the Midwest, and out in the West. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody's paying a higher cost for energy to to heat to cool your home there's a one of the um, installers at the shop i work off because we install a lot of law enforcement vehicles lighting and equipment he said oh i hate to see what my utility bill costs this month yeah i mean but then you have the elites pushing this new green deal theory that we're going to electrify the country and you had a non-profit um energy uh, company or at least checks out or the stability of the energy grid stating that two-thirds of America can't meet its energy needs, and there are going to be brownouts and blackouts, and you want to electrify the country even more? Well, also the how the carbon emissions would be not only equal but greater than if you went to like an all-electric all vehicle. And then the question is it's all about the environment. And I talked to somebody um, who came in the store, and they said, well, electric vehicles aren't that bad. And I go, okay, where do you get the the – the minerals that go into the batteries that you need. We don't mine that here because the, the EPA has forbidden it. So 70% of the cobalt comes from uh, the Congo. The Congo isn't environmentally sound. They got six-year-old boys and girls tooling for a penny or $2 a, a day or a week in there facing all the environmental hazards that is coming with cobalt, zinc, and all the other rare earth minerals that we need. How is that environmentally effective? But you got the elites pushing this, but they exempt themselves from their own ideology. How many of the entertainment world? They talk about um, we got to protect the environment. Do they travel on Delta or Southwest or where the peasants fly? No, they travel on private planes, but they dictate to us how we live. Right, and and my, one of my questions is, you know, because I'm I'm younger, so I, this is a question for basically the older generations. Was Thanks, this, Was all these like f- forest fires and all this stuff going on back in like the '50s, '60s, '70s, and '80s, or or are we just you know starting to get into like the multi-million acres of burned? No, it was. Forestry? It's it's been going on around for a while. I remember when I first moved to Florida back in 2006, 2007. Huge wildfire in in Florida. I mean, like so bad that the smoke was coming through. You make a good point. I grew up in California. California faces wildfire season every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and only was, because the their dumb governor doesn't want to clear the brush. Well, that's the point I'm getting at. Is um, I grew up in California my whole life. Moved out here about when I was 49 or 50 years old. I don't remember. The only one year we had a bad wildfire season. And the town I, or the county and town I lived in was in 1976. The problem is most of the forest in California is federally owned. Okay, stick with that. But if you want to clear cut, if you want to thin the herd out, thin the brush, the branches, the dead trees, you can't because environmentalists put all these restrictions about cutting down the trees. And then when they allow you to cut down the trees, you have... They're worthless because all the, the the bugs and beetles get into it. You can't use it, so it just sits there. So any spark, whether from 
the electrical grid or or transformer or power power or cigarette butt or anything or even just naturally through lightning strike it goes up like a tinder now everybody complains that people are moving up into those areas well did you ever think california has the lowest amount of building new homes you can't build because of all the restrictions they put on the environment all the other things and localized building codes so they push people further and further out this is why you have these things. But they never think about that. They just look at, oh, it's climate. It's not climate change. It's idiotic management of the resources that they have. I, my brother lives on Maui. One of the things they're talking about is speculation was from the electrical, like a grid or a transformer. But they have this one place that it's kind of like the, the desert. It's just all dry stuff, but no one thinks to clean this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Then they wonder why there's a, fo- a fire takes off. So, I mean, I mean, come on. But you have these elites, like take Taylor Swift. My, the company I work at is just around the corner from Raymond James Stadium. You know how much energy was used to put on her concert? There's a concert going on right now by Beyonce. And when Taylor Swift put hers on, it was three days. How much energy was used to put a concert on? She's big on climate change. She doesn't fly Delta. She uses her, um, she rented, I think, rented out her private jet to other people and then claims, oh, it's not me. Well, doesn't like third party kind of negate their responsibility? Yeah, like, that's so, all like, do. so, okay, let's just say Tesla. Tesla needs their batteries. So there's a company that hires people from Congo to make these batteries, even though that company uses slave labor. Tesla's like, man, it's not us. And that's the point. You have these elites dictating to us. And I don't know if that's actually true, Tesla. I'm just using you as an example. Don't sue us. Where do these battery packs come from? (laughs) There's a gentleman in my church. He owns a trucking company, which is he sells long-haul tractor trailers, Mm -hmm. new and used. He has a big trucking company here in Florida. He went to Germany, Diamond Chrysler. They're all in about electrifying the, the long-haul tra- um, tractor trailers. So I asked him, how much does a, how big does the battery, how big is the battery for a truck? He said, it's huge. But at the same time, he said that battery can only last about 100 miles per charge. So think about it. Every 100 to 125 miles on average, you got to stop park it and charge it okay i kind of want to break off because uh oh say there so we got we got what's going on in maui right now right yeah okay and someone brings up a good point uh i think it was let's see some freaky something okay there was a book that was like produced they they give the name of the book. Yeah. Oh no. no, no. His, uh, it was John John Tripp. No, that's. Are you talking about Matt's Funny Farm? So it's yeah, Matt's Funny Farm that said that there was a the book, book about the Maui Farm and how that came out. Mm, and I'm familiar with that book. I'll look well, it up. No, no, no. It, it's it's become like an instant like Amazon bestseller. Okay. Because it kind of walked you through what kind of transpired. What, what happened in Maui, but. It came out before they actually put the fires out. Ah. So, but what a lot of people don't understand is that it's AI generated. So basically, you put the scenario in. Okay. So it's so kind of, yeah, it's and kind of and they already know what's happened, or they already knew what happened. Yeah. Looking at research, so they just kind of came to a conclusion. 
Yeah, that's and, but everybody, everybody's thinking conspiracy-wise because they're like, oh, they planned this or something like that. Yeah, that's, that'll be interesting. My brother lives on Maui, and I asked him, and he was like, he gave me some of the insights. Not, huh. It's still... Why aren't you reporting on this then? I You're did. a reporter. I have been reporting on this. <laughs> on what? I was on my radio show um, on Monday. We talked about it. Any TikToks yet? No, we done TikTok. No, okay. Well, give me a break. I work 50 hours a week. <laughs> if everybody supports this, I can do these things. I work 40 hours a week, and I take care of my kids. Uh, shut up, troll. I, I, I don't do... I don't... I don't <laughs> <laughs> shut up, troll. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's... There's a lot, but you have the... As an example, take Paris Hilton. She got shamed because she went to Maui for vacation. So you have these elites... Travel like take President Biden he, over the over the weekend. Once the fire started, I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday, he was at the beach all summer. I mean, all 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 weekend. They asked him, mm-hmm. "Mr. President, do you have any comment?" He goes, um, "Could you, you talk about Maui, whatever?" And he goes, "No comment." And some spec we didn't hear, didn't quite grasp the questions. But I mean, he's like, old, yeah. But I mean, but that tells me it's been going on for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You don't comment. But remember when Donald Trump was at a golf course, the media went nuts about the, his response. Yeah, I mean, even but like I the, mean, the hurricane in Puerto Rico, he tossed a, a paper towels to somebody, and he he cannot he never lived that down. Yeah, and it just and nobody looked deeper in like the Puerto Rico situation where the corruption goes on the island. This has happened before that. All Donald Trump has was brought it out. It's just like look how Donald Trump was treated when he meant and now he gets a little. His rhetoric, his rhetoric gets ahead of himself. Look at what he's called, said about Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But Baltimore came out after he was left the White House, where 60 schools, none of the kids can gra- are graduating at grade level in math and, um, and English. And 70% can't read at grade level. So um, also uh, with happening East Palestine, East Palestine, East Palestine, up in Pennsylvania. And that was about what, February? And they were about February, yeah. And they were complaining how Biden never visited, you know, because yeah. that was a tragedy as well. Or, and just recently, I think it was maybe Monday or Tuesday, the Air Force One flew over East Palestine, and they're calling that. They're no, saying that they're they're that. saying that it counts. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's what they're saying. They're, what I mean, they're saying, it, well, he flew over it. I mean, but like, I mean, but think about. Okay, let's just go with that. If that's, I don't know about that. If that's true or not. But let's just go if that is true. What would have happened if that was a Republican president? And that happened in 2005 when Bush flew over New Orleans. He didn't land because they, they were still chaotic. He didn't want to interfere. The media torched him on it. So how is that different from Joe Biden's failure to act? I mean, can you imagine close, about 100 people at the time died in a fire, the worst fire in a century mm-hmm. in America, and the president's only response is no comment. Yeah, it's just like um, this week. We just celebrate, not celebrated. We commemorated the t- uh, second year anniversary of the withdrawal from Afghanistan. There's a book out, and I got to get it to read it to get more detail. I didn't hear that, but in the book, they said that the president, the the, the, the military, and everybody knew when and where in the time that they were going to strike in Kabul. But yet we did nothing. We had our troops and we, John Kirby, Admiral John Kirby said, I didn't see chaos. And I'm like, what, 
you're an admiral. What the hell did you not see? That you said this was not chaos? Mm -hmm. When we got people clinging to an Air Force plane? Maybe because you're an admiral, you're not the, the airman got to dig out the bodies well, from the it, wheel well? Didn't we take 13 casualties as well? Yeah, but here's the point, though. <laughs> yeah. He it says it. it John Kirby says it wasn't, I didn't see chaos. Maybe John Kirby needs to get with that airman who had to pick the bodies out of the we, um, wheel well of a of an cargo plane. Mm-hmm. I mean... But also, I mean, what the hell is this? You mentioned the second year anniversary or, or withdrawal. I did not hear anything about that. But what I have heard is about the uh, year anniversary of the reduction or the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, and then, I, I did. I did hear about that. But then you have the audacity of a president who said, "Well, it really wasn't to reduce inflation, and we shouldn't have probably called it that." So let me get this straight. You spent, and then we're finding out from the Wharton School of Business out in Pennsylvania that the total cost was not 300 mil- billion mm-hmm. the total cost now if you take a couple other things going along with it is 1. Point something trillion dollars now that didn't reduce inflation it was more the fed re- tightening up the money supply and joe biden I mean, right now even inflation he says it's coming down it went up for July to 3.3% because energy's gone up, mm-hmm. food prices has gone up. Remember what he said on a previous And it po- should go up for the month of September, uh, August. August as well because school started and everything gas is, prices are going back everything up Everything is going up. And then I, you, I almost, almost saw gas for like almost $4 just Yeah, today. around the corner, you, where you do, you're on the island where I live. Yeah. Where you do, I always look at that gas station. It's not vindictive of all gas stations. Well, there's a bunch of richy riches there. Know, they can but, afford that gas. But it's still, I'm not rich. <laughs> they they are. The, I'm the, poorer than crap. <laughs> but the the gas went up from 369 to 389. Don't say that too loud. They're going to kick you out. Yeah, they're going to kick me out. But I mean, it's You're look at the elite. So you have Joe Biden said the economy's doing well. You had Chuck Schumer saying the economy's doing really well. But maybe for Chuck Schumer, who's has, has never held a job outside of government even joe biden he was in the senate when i was going into third grade that was in 1973 so no i was i was finishing up i'm sorry i was finishing up second grade so tell me how how does biden economics or biden bidenomics is working well i would just look at this one question that President Reagan used very effectively against Jimmy Carter in 1980. Are you better now than you were four years ago? Yeah. Scratch that. Here's the money number. Here. Are we doing better with Bidenomics? Here's the latest number. Hold on. We're about to send $20 million to Ukraine, and we just sent $700 with two zeros. What do you mean $20 million? We, You're we talking $24 billion. $24 billion. I'm sorry, with a B. I'm sorry. We just sent that over oh, to a right. different country, but yet the Maui well, residents it. are about to get $700 yeah. a house. Damn it, you took are that. You I was, I, I was are you doing better? Are you doing better? That was my thought. I was like, hey, well, Ukraine got twelve. Ukraine got $12 Yeah, Ukraine got $12 billion. Maui got 700 per latest, family. There was a latest, um, they don't care about there was us. A latest <laughs> business group, and I can't remember who had said it, that stated that it was like some financial group that follows the economy said Americans are paying $700 more each month than they did three years ago. Think about that. I mean, if when they talk about inflation is, is uh, you know, inflation when the economy is better, I'd ask you, are you paying higher gas prices? That's a yes. 
Are you paying higher energy costs? Yes. Utility costs, food costs. What about, Joe, you sent your kids back to school. Are you paying more than you did last year or the year before? The, to, for them to go to school? To go to school. I mean, for the clothing and book supplies, all that stuff. I'd have to ask Karen. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't keep track of that. I mean, but from her point or what I've heard from her, Joe Bits, remember that name? No, I mean, no, uh, I don't think so. Well, because, but, but you are probably because everything ex- is but we're exercising. Yeah, if we did it, I would say yes. If we did not go through, like, say, like the PTA or certain perks that the school offers, then yes, it would have cost more. Had we just like yeah, okay, gone but- to Target, had we gone to Target with the with the the shopping list and gone, but. With certain things. But think about this. What if you're on, like my friend I just talked to before I came in here. She's a single mom on a very fixed income. She has two kids and she, her costs are up. She has to get milk for her young children. Mm-hmm. Milk is not cheap. She has to get certain commodities for her children. I went and got a, a I think two weeks ago, I got a, a, a something at Chick-fil-A and I spent 12 bucks. <laughs> $12. I mean, I would tell oh, yeah, everybody, if I'm time. wrong, yep. message me on TikTok and say, are you doing better now than you were four years ago? No. However, there is a process where Ray and I and Cody are opening up a range. So we're kind of achieving a business goal. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm, so I'm trying to like equate that to something because well, I couldn't have done that four years ago, but, uh, especially around like the COVID era under okay, the previous COVID, admi- administration. Yeah, but but t- I take the COVID era, skip 2020 because that was the era of COVID. Go back to 2019. I believe you would be able to do it. But even right now, uh, Kevin O'Leary from the Shark Tank, he owns his own investment firm. Mm-hmm. He said everything that Joe Biden has passed, you can say the CHIP Act. You can say the infrastructure deal. You can say the uh, inflation reduction or, or, or the um, America Rescue Plan. Did that do anything to help small business? I talked to your partner, Ray. I mean, is it easier to get a small business loan now than it was two, three years ago? No. no. harder. Sixty percent of the U.S. economy is small business. Is small business. Sixty percent work for a small business. Fifty employees or less. In, interest rates for our uh, no. That's small the other thing. Are through the roof right now. Well, right now with interest rates just went up, they won't be able. To, we won't see for August. They'll come back in September, but interest rates go up. That means interest on your credit card go up. People, more and more people are paying using credit card to pay off their um, basic. Uh, needs and people are pulling from their 401ks, their retirement, to pay for something just basic essentials. How long can that keep going on? Try getting an apartment. Try rent. In most major metropolitan city, it's expensive. So where's the bottom? And then how long till we get there? And then that's the question we don't know. When is the bottom going to hit? Well, yeah, because I mean, once we hit the bottom, things start to change. It depends. Do they change course? Right now, remember when um, Biden won, re- um, well, not Biden, the Democrats did fairly, did really well in the midterms. The reporters asked, are you going to change your strategy? And he said, no, we're just going to double down. To them, it's more spending, higher taxes, and more regulation. Joe Biden has pushed more regulations into the U.S. economy. And this isn't me saying this. Mm-hmm. This is small businesses. This is the Chamber of Commerce's business groups are saying more regulation has come out 
because of Joe Biden and the Democrats. So uh, I kind of want to touch up on last. I kind of threw the, the text out. But so just recently, and it kind of came over, it was on Truth uh, Social, but saying that uh, Apple has taken all of Glenn Beck's uh, podcasts and kind of just said, hey, sorry, not here anymore. And that's a problem. I, I, I mean, heard. and that like, so, and, but Apple is just like maybe one particular part of when it comes to podcasts. Like if they can't hear it here on Apple, they can hear it on Libsyn or Spotify or, Spotify or uh, iHeart. But, but see, the, what, what happens when they're starting to censor that kind but of... But see, that's the problem. That's censorship. We already know because of Elon Musk, when he opened up the Twitter files, we found out that the government was colluding with Twitter there were 75 FBI agents telling Twitter, you will censor this, you will remove this, you will suppress this. Then when the, the Congress turned into the Republicans gained the House of Representatives, they told Facebook, we're going to subpoena you and we're going to put you in contempt of Congress if you don't release your, your, your files to show. Well, Facebook reluctantly did. Mm -hmm. And they found out what we all knew, that the federal government under the Biden administration was heavily involved in censoring Americans, and the Biden administration went further and pushed Facebook further than Facebook wanted to go. Yeah. So you have these tech companies censoring Americans. If you don't agree with somebody, but like, what does the tech company owe the government? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I mean, well, the, what they get the big fear they had, and this came up in the Facebook files. What the government said is, if you don't do our bidding, you will see regulations that go against you. You will see. We may sue you. We may raise your taxes. We can bring the power of the government on your back. <laughs> but isn't that kind of just, that's the whole stifling of free speech. That's the whole violating. That's the point. That's it's, the whole violating of the Second Amendment saying, if you don't do what we say, we're going to do this well, because remember, you're not doing what we're, you know. Yeah, remember the, and it was kind of ironic. I'm getting a little confused fitting, on that. It kind of fitting. It came out on July 4th, the birth of America, where a federal judge just rebuked the Biden administration for he's is, is the greatest censorship of America's First Amendment rights since um, going back as far as John Adams in 1898 for the his Alien Sedition Act. Okay, but so, are your feelings okay? Oh, what, hold on. Well, what part of the government was telling Facebook or these social media groups stop doing this or we're going to do regulations? Because at the time. We were under a Republican administration, but see, but so you, you're telling me somebody that didn't have didn't have as much power was like, "Hey, well, you got to remember the social media companies hated Donald Trump." Are they, they going to do? Are they going to do the same thing next year? Next we year? don't know, and that's the danger. People got to realize this: you may despise Republicans and you may despise Donald Trump, but do you really want the government to get involved in censorship by proxy to eliminate things? They they will decide what you read, hear, and see. No, we served our country to support, defend the Constitution. I didn't swear an allegiance to a Republican or Democrat. I swore an allegiance to the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, right. I do not want Republican or Democrats knowing you can't do censorship, but you're going to go with a corporation. You're going to go with a uh, a tech company to censorship by proxy. Mm -hmm. If anybody doesn't see that as a problem, and the way to de diffuse um, uh, someone who's putting out false claims, do what they did in the 1950s with uh, Joseph McCarthy. When someone challenged him on it, he goes, where did you get your information? Show me your facts. 
and when he couldn't provide it, it collapsed. Mm -hmm. That's how you censor somebody. Everything I've said on this program or all my programs is based in fact. I don't, I don't speculate. I just say this is where I get my information. I read. If, like how many times we've asked today, you said something, and like you said that um, Apple is censored or removed Glenn Beck. Mm -hmm. I don't know. if I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm not saying it happened. I would have to do my research on it. So I'm not going to speculate something I don't know. But that, I mean, but that also just kind of opens up a can of worms that's saying if John doesn't say something Apple likes, they can just well erase you. How many times we've been shut down? We've been shut down a couple times. Twice. Twice on TikTok. <laughs> How many other media platforms? I don't know. Not particularly justified, but we don't know. We've been doing this for a while. How many are they censoring us now? Because we're not be, we're trying to reach a bigger audience. That's what we need to know. Mm -hmm. And is that is that what we want? I don't like somebody, so we're, we're censoring. Colleges are doing that all the time. So Beach Baby Two Two Six said social media didn't exist before. It has been tough for the government to handle. It has because it's a new medium to get their message out. Because remember, decades ago. If the politician said something, most people wouldn't have heard it. But also, they're kind of experiencing the same thing with AI as well. Well, yeah, but I mean, what's going back with Beach Baby said 20, 30 years ago, there was no social media. Mm -hmm. So now they're in com competition with that because they, they can't hide, or if they say something, it, gets, it goes viral. Well, they have to put it on the website anyway. Well, remember, this is the early stages of social media when. Back in the 2004 presidential election, there was a, um, a, a document that came out that showed George Bush uh, uh, did something in his military service. Well, once the, those on social media, the early stages of it, saw that the font wasn't around at the time this happened, and it just blew up on the, the person's face, and it did Dan Rather, who was the... Um, lead correspondent at CBS ruined his career and reputation mm -hmm. because he didn't vet something. Now fast forward to today. Cool. Where are we? Where where is that? Because they don't vet anything they and don't. then and then it's said and then it comes back well, and they're like, well, I didn't mean it. That's the problem with the media today. They violated every tenant of ethics and journalism. And if everybody goes there, you look up ethics and does a bullet point. I go by that. Even though I lean conservative but I go by, if I can't find it, see it, read about it, or verify it, I don't report it. But the media, like, how do the media cover the whipping of the migrants? They ruse it as fact when that never happened. But the media ran with it. You even had a president who convicted these guys in the public when it didn't happen. He's never admitted he made a mistake and was wrong. The media, how many stories, Russian collusion. How about the the bounty put on American Marines in Afghanistan? That was put out. That never happened. Mm -hmm. But that made it into a presidential debate. Did the media do its homework? No. So, John, if they got any questions or want to get a hold of you, how do they do so? They can go to the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Um, you can ch go to UbaldiReports at gmail.com and check us out. Also, to let everybody know, we will not be doing a podcast next Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time because that's the Republican debate. So we're going to move it 
till Thursday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. So then we can watch the debate, and then we can give our analysis the next day. We can watch that shark feeding right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the shark. There you go. But in the meantime, keep following your ball report. I do appreciate everybody's comments. I, know maybe, I don't expect everybody to agree with what we're saying or what we present, but keep coming. Your comments coming. Keep following us. We're trying to do this every day, so we got to just get the numbers out and get the viewership out. But I want to – Turn the time over to Joe and Ray to give out their, um, um, not perspective, but their um, push for their podcast to do what they do. And they so, get a little bit more edgier than me. We do have All-American Gunslingers, but that's kind of going to be tied up with um, we're opening up, hopefully, praying to the gods above that we can open up a gun range that's, a, that's a, attached to it. And it's just going to be like all things, all American gunslingers, selling, fixing, and shooting guns all in like one area. Also giving classes. I got a lot of great heads, uh, you know, putting them together to kind of see this business through. And, you know, we're going to have the podcast that's kind of associated with that along with the website. Is the website up yet? No, it's not going to be the website's not going to go live until the FFL is up. Okay, um, but we do the website is in the middle of being created, um, but kind of press things. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to have a gunsmith area. We will have fourteen lanes of shooting. Uh, so you know, we, we're really excited, um, and this was a, a long venture for some of us. So you know, we we want to see this go through, and you know, we're going to push night and day to get this done. All right. Everybody have a great day. Uh, keep following Ubaldi Reports till when till Thursday at seven thirty Eastern t- Standard Time. Keep following Ubaldi Reports. How many we got left on?